Well, hi, everybody. This is Ron Knight coming to you live from... Today we're doing something a little bit different. Rather than broadcasting from our New York studios, we're broadcasting to you from Parati in Brazil, a very unique location south of Rio de Janeiro, probably by about three and a half hours by car, perhaps four, and also equidistant from Sao Paulo, the largest city in South America. And the only way to get here literally is either by small helicopter or jumping in the car, and that's exactly what we have done. And with me today, Luciano Alves, one of our major musician friends. Luciano, how are you? Come on, fine. Good to see you. Yeah. Thanks for being here, and it's always good spending time with you. You're welcome. Here we are in Parachi. Uh, what can you tell us about Parachi, and uh, what is the name of the, the village and the town? Well, Parachi at first means uh, for you. It's a very interesting place and also a very musical place. You can listen to music in each bar. There are lots of restaurants and uh, nightclubs and bars. And the most interesting thing is here is that uh, they play e every place you go, you have music. I mean, uh, traditional music, folk music, uh, bossa nova, samba, and choro, that is one of our uh, preferable types of music. Uh, Shoro was born in the very beginning of the 20th century. Well, it's before that, but it came, it grows in the very beginning of the 20th century. About 1910, we had a very good composer called Ernesto Nazaré, who mixed the European melodies from the classical. He loved Chopin and uh, also Johann Sebastian Bach, and he mixed uh, Brazilian and African rhythms with these uh, European melodies. So it came the, the type of music called Choro. Choro. Yes. Well, we certainly play lots of Choro, and then also uh, we play some Fojo as well. Yeah, yesterday we had a party here. We are in a, in a, in a party time in the city. Yeah, here we had the big, what was it, the Festival of the Divine? Yeah, the Festival of the Divine that has music every day. Every night you can hear to Brazilian music, real Brazilian music, the music from Parati, that's called the Ciranda. It's a music for dancing. It's very natural from this place with 12 strings, acoustic guitars, and uh, many uh, local percussion. We had here uh, yesterday forró style. That is a rhythm from the north of Brazil, but everybody likes in Brazil. From north to south, everybody likes to dance forró and uh, chachado, xote. There are uh, so many kinds of uh, rhythms in Brazil, and I, I used these rhythms in my last record that was called Mosaico. Uh, we play Mosaico here on Sirius. Yes, and uh, Mosaico, uh, on Mosaico I made a research about these rhythms. I've been in all the states in my life playing as a musician for uh, very uh, famous uh, Brazilian singers like uh, Elba Ramalho, Pepeu Gomes, so I've been in so many states, and each place I went in these states, uh, I went to some uh, music stores, and the CD stores, tape stores, old tape stores, 
and got a lot of material to make a research about the Brazilian rhythms, and then I composed it on mosaic, on the piano, using these rhythms as a basic. So uh, on mosaic, you can see uh, it's a travel in Brazilian states. It's like a travel log. Yeah, <clears throat> musically a travel log. And then I made a special record for Sonotone Library Record. It's a company from Germany. Mm -hmm. And uh, on this CD, it's called Brazil Today. I used the same idea, but with electronic instruments, mixing with uh, Brazilian percussion. Interesting. So these were two different projects using Bra real Brazilian rhythms. Now, on the actual CD of Mosaico, many of the names of the songs are actually the names of the states and, and the names yeah. of the cities as well, aren't they? Yes, we are now 23 states. Uh, I couldn't put 23 songs in a <laughs> simple CD, maybe. Uh, a DVD audio could be possible, but uh, in this CD I, I wrote 10 tunes and now I must get some time to finish the project, you know. I have to make a, a, a second CD with the other songs, but I have still to, to compose them. It will take about one year or maybe yeah. one year and a half. And, but what a great project. And then you're involved in a lot of projects. Even currently, aren't you involved with the new re release, which was a a festival of Choro that was actually involved with the mayor of the city of Rio de Janeiro? Yes, uh, um, every year we have this festival. It's a contest to pick uh, new composers of Choro because Choro was a little bit uh, killed by the bossa nova, by the, the Brazilian rock. We have a, a real rock movement here. Sure do. Yes. Well, the, the problem is in Brazil is when something new happens, the old thing must be killed, you know? <laughs> so we are always uh, following some fashion in music. We don't have... A, a, well, we have public, but uh, it's a strange way because uh, the Brazilian show business, the Brazilian uh, music market is strange this way because uh, when something new comes, something old must die, you know, it's incredible. So, uh, the Choro, who is more from the, the beginning of the 20th century, was, you know, almost killed by all those new rhythms, all new those movements. And, and for people who perhaps don't know, I mean, you know, we're familiar, very familiar with the bossa nova, perhaps in the rock movement, the tropicalismo movements, and you, of course, were involved with those yes, Mutantes yes. so long ago as well. Mutantes back when, band, was, yeah. uh, it, uh, the beginning was in the tropicalism movement, mm -hmm. and then we moved to the rock music, Sure. and then we tried to uh, mix Brazilian music again. Yeah, but as far as Choro itself, I mean, it's such a unique piece, because isn't it one of the very first musics of Brazil? Yes, um... It, it, it is uh, the, the very beginning of the samba because it has the rhythm of the, the black from the black people from Africa. It is uh, written two by four, you know, with the, the left hand on the piano, you make exactly the percussion of the black people. Really? Yes, it's, uh, it's, it's a syncopate rhythm, very, very syncopated rhythm. Like and the drums uh, makes this syncope 
you know, with different instruments. We have the pandeiro, which uh, it's like uh, the tambourine, the tambourine, but with skin. Uh -huh. So you play the tambourine, and you, uh, with the left, with the right hand, you play in the skin, in the, in the, in the skin, mm -hmm. and it makes uh, the, the the pandeiro itself is like uh, an entire battery. If the musician is good enough, he can play a real battery, samba with the pandeiro. And for those of our listeners who don't know, when you say battery, we mean the Portuguese or Brazilian word for a drum set, a full drum yes, set. Yes, yes, it's a drum set. In one, whole, in one handheld instrument. Yes. With this little instrument, like a tambourine with a skin, you play... You make the, the bass drums, mm -hmm. you make the snare drums, you make even the, 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 the plates. The symbols, yeah. The because it uses small plates around the body, the wood body of the instrument. So, usually, uh, the choro is played by the traditional groups called choroins. That could be the biggest players of choro. That includes uh, one acoustic guitar, one bass guitar, uh, acoustic guitar that includes a uh, seven strings acoustic guitar so you have a C in the the, the, the the first string then we use the cavaquinho the little guitar the little guitar which is a kind of cool uh, ukulele right oh yeah well the Hawaiians had a, a version of that that became the ukulele ukulele right uh-huh we call here cavaquinho cavaquinho yes you can make the melodies and also the chords. Uh, you have only four strings, but you make a good accompaniment with it. And then we have also the bandolin. It's like um, a balalaika body, mm -hmm. you know, very thin sound. Sometimes we put the accordion on the shore also, but it's not normal. The normal for, uh, formation, normal group is acoustic guitar, acoustic bass guitar, Cavaquinho, bandolin, mm -hmm. and almost the times, uh, almost all the times, it is uh, instrumental music. I see, and this is this is our jazz. This would be your native indigenous jazz to Brazil, yeah. and, and this and would be the original. Also, all improvised. Yes, we call jazz because it's the music that the musicians can improvise. Ah, the choro. Yeah. In the show. Now, but you actually, in this last performance that you told me about, and we're going to play a copy of this as well because it's so interesting, you broke some of the rules with Shoro, didn't you, when you created one of your new compositions? Yes, yes. So, we are, we are talking about the, the contests because they want, in Rio, we want to, to take back the Shoro. And we are arriving there. So, we have uh, very good uh, new writers and uh, compositors, right? Mm -hmm. And so, in this contest, I played only the piano, as Ernesto Nazaré made in the 1910-1920. Mm -hmm. And in this contest, everybody arrived there with a group of choro, the chorão. They came with, uh, you know, four members, six members group, even uh, there was a guy with 24 members, big band. That's a big choro band. <laughs> He's a friend of mine. He made an arrangement of the, the, the traditional choro, uh, distributing the voices to horn instruments. Wow. Very beautiful. I imagine. So, uh, when I entered the, the, the stage, 
uh, the audience was a little bit amazed. Ah, this guy is may, must be crazy. He's going to play only the piano here. So I took one friend of mine, Nelson Faria, to play the acoustic guitar. Uh -huh. Oh, and a great and a great guitarist that he is. Yes, yes. He has so so many records of himself. And then, well, I won, I won, uh, I wasn't the winner, but <laughs> <laughs> I made a, a very good surprise because people didn't expect uh, anybody playing an acoustic piano. And wasn't it a grand piano with that? It was a, a, a Steinway Model D. Unbelievable. From, from Hamburg. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was very, very funny because people didn't want, uh, didn't uh, expect for it. So. Yeah, there's no room for grand classical pianos in the world of Shoro. Yeah, this is, no, but, uh, the piano was played by this guy called Ernesto Nazaré. He was one of the most important piano player, pianist, let's say pianist. But at that time, in Choro, pianists were called piano player ah. because they used to play on movies without... Uh, without voice. Oh, the old sound. the old silent films. Yeah. So the piano players would play shoros in the background of the silent films. Exactly. Wow. In the waiting room mm -hmm. and also uh, as a background for the movie. So this guy called Ernest Nazaré. Uh, he studied the piano a lot. Mm -hmm. He was involved with uh, research about Chopin, and uh, on his music he composed more than 20, uh, two, uh, 200 songs. Prolific. And, and uh, so, last year, after the, this contest, I thought about making uh, a CD with his songs and trying to get back himself mm. to our days. You know? so, so, in a way, you really haven't broken any rules, because if Shoro was on the piano for films, you're actually just visiting another form of the Shoro, which did exist musically, and then also, you are also a film composer, aren't you? Yeah. So, in a way, doesn't it also kind of link your own artistic endeavors and your work back into some, one of its native forms of music for motion picture? Yes, yeah, so you, you, you see that... Um Everything, in the end, comes together. No, the black music, the European music, uh, the piano in the show. Maybe I will invite some musicians to play on the CD. Uh, one uh, acoustic guitar, an acoustic bass guitar. Well, the thing is uh, to put everything together, as Nazaré made. You know, he brought the, the, the African rhythms with European rhythms and putting himself in his music. So the thing is, I, I, I try to, to recreate that atmosphere. Yeah, to re recreate the atmosphere. Yes, and in the end of the CD, the last tune will be uh, this composition that I, I played on this contest because, uh, to talk the truth, uh, Ernesto Nazaré made me come back to the piano study. Uh -huh. you know, he's not uh, alive anymore. Yeah, but he was a big influence for you. Yes, yeah, a big for, inspiration. And also for many pianists in, in, in Rio and in, in Brazil. Mm. Because uh, he is the, the real Brazilian piano music. It's, uh, it's very difficult to play. Mm -hmm. I, can, I can say it's... Uh, 
you know, to play, it's very hard, you must study, you, you must be a pianist. There are some books showing uh, 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 simplified versions for his songs, but it doesn't sound well, because the, the principal thing, principal arrangement in his music is the left hand, mm. who plays the bass and the harmony in a very syncopated w uh, way, that if you simplify that, you extract the, the meaning of his music, you know, the meaning of this fusion. So, Ernesto Nazareth for me is Ernesto Nazareth. Or you play his way, or you don't play Ernesto Nazareth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so amazing. So, we obviously, we're going to take a listen to that uh, particular track that you're talking about. As far as the other album, Mosaico, which, you know, we've actually enjoyed, are there any particular, is there a track that you think is perhaps most indicative of the same kind of Choro for Piano sound? Um, you can listen to the Rio de Janeiro tune, mm -hmm. because uh, the Choro is a very typical music from Rio de Janeiro. It started in the old town, the old center of the town, where it has a lot of theaters and bars. People, you know, stayed drinking until five or six o'clock in the morning, playing choro, you know, and drinking some beer. Mm -hmm. So this is a very carioca. Uh, carioca is the people who was born in Rio de Janeiro. Uh -huh. So. The choro is a very carioca way of life. I see. With music, uh, drinking the night, mm -hmm. talking about you know good things, not about robbers and problems. Right. <laughs> it was uh, a time in the thirties, in the forties, that people uh, were living more relaxed. They used to go to these bars until five or six o'clock just to play, to have fun. This is a very uh, carioca way, the Rio de Janeiro's people's way. You know? And the song Rio de Janeiro on, from your album Mosaico is also very relaxed and has great, great yes. carioca flow. And it has this influence from the choro. Mm. The others use influence from the other states. I, I see. Made one tune for each state using their rhythm. And and so, in, in the Rio de Janeiro tune, you can feel this, the samba itself. And the samba came from the choro. The choro started it all. First, uh, uh, before the choro, was a genre called uh, the, the, the umbigada. Umbigada. Umbigada is, uh, what do we call this part, the umbigo, this... The belly. Over here. The, the hole. Yeah. Oh, the belly button. Belly button, yes. The, where the umbilical cord, from yeah, where umbilical the, cord. the baby attaches to the mother. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, this uh, kind of dance was called umbigada, because the black people used to dance this rhythm, putting their umbigo mm -hmm. against the, the, the other umbigo. It's called... It's like you are putting your stomach against the other stomach. Ah, <laughs> belly to belly. Yes. Uh -huh. This is called umbigada. Umbigada. Dance, dancing uh, against the other's uh -huh. body. So it is the very beginning of the samba. Interesting. It started as the Negro dance called umbigada, and then the umbigada uh, came to samba with E, mm -hmm. S-E, samba, and it was forbidden. The police 
didn't uh, want the people uh, dancing the samba. No dancing samba. It was forbidden because ah. it was uh, it was called a, 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 a too much sexual dancing. Ah, I see. Uh, for that time in the 19th century, it was totally forbidden in Rio de Janeiro. Huh. But you know, when people like something, they just do it. Of course, there's no stopping people. Sure. So they, especially in Brazil. <laughs> Especially the Brazilian people, you can't forbid. Oh no! Brazilian people do. Oh, you tell anybody here it's forbidden. They'll run right over it and go do it anyway. <laughs> sure. So they they kept dancing. They kept in, uh, putting hair, uh, their their umbigos against the other umbigos. Uh huh. So it came the samba. It came the, the carnival, which is the the biggest uh, carnival, big event. Yeah, it's a big event with the samba. Mm -hmm. You know, involving many people i mean uh, each school of samba they dance in the parades with about uh, 3000 members oh my gosh each school so in the context of the carnival we have a contest with this school of samba they were they are about 20 school of samba mm. each one with 3000 3500 members wow the drum set is divided by 500 or 600 drummers. Oh my gosh. We had about 30 people playing the bass drums, mm -hmm. uh, 30 people playing the snare drums. You know, it's a very... It's a drum very, army. Yes. It's a drum <laughs> army. <laughs> yeah. Well, they, they, they came uh, behind the school playing the rhythm, and the school passed through the parade, and then the, 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 the drum set is so big they have to get into a special place to uh, and the rest of the school pass through them and then they follow the school again and the, the the schools have one hour and 30 minutes to pass through this place unbelievable this, this street. if they don't get there they law they lose some points they lose points yeah. yeah and they can have how many people all together in this samba school playing in the streets three thousand um, maybe i mean there's some huge enormous amount of people right yeah, so it is about 20 schools mm -hmm. uh, with 30,000 members, each one. So that's, that's a lot of people. Thousand people. Yeah, and a very colorful event, too, I can yeah, say, that when the Samba schools come down through Carnival. But very nice girls, you know, dancing, mm. real Samba. The we real all, deal. Yeah, we all like looking at those Brazilian girls dancing the Samba. Yeah, yeah, Absolutely. it's nice. It's nice for foreigners, it's nice for Brazilian people. <laughs> we are always amazed with the, you know, the beauty of the carnival. Yeah, and a very beautiful country as well. Yeah. We are here in Paraty with Luciano Alves, and we're talking about the historical musics of Brazil, the Choro, and some of the pieces that he has been working on, revisiting Choro. Luciano, we're here in Paraty, and uh, this was one of the birthplace of the very, very first forms of the music. And what do you call the music here from Paraty in particular? Well, uh, in Paraty, we have uh, a very natural music from here that's called Ciranda. Ciranda. Ciranda, yes. Ciranda is a, a kind of rhythm and also a dance. The rhythm is called Ciranda and the dance is also ciranda. It is played by by the people, the old people from Paraty, that has a band, and uh, you you can see in all the party they play in church, they play in parades in the old town streets, you no. Know? 
So it's called the the the, the Siranda. They sing about uh, you know so natural things about the sea, about some guy that wants to to marry some woman. You know, <laughs> very simple things. You know, Sim almost folkloric or folklorico. Yes, it's very folkloric song from Paraty. Interesting. And they use also some. Uh, it's a little bit of the fado mm -hmm. from Portugal. From Portugal, yes. Portugal uh, colonized Brazil, so we have the, the fado influence. Mm. And uh, also they play a little mix of the, the, the rhythm of the north of Brazil. But Ciranda is a very original rhythm. It's, the, it's like uh, the, the count music, you know, from... <laughs> it's our count music. Yeah. Even when we are in the littoral, we are in the sea. <laughs> yes, exactly. Mm. Well, that's great. Well, I just want to thank you, Luciano, for okay. taking the time. I'm glad always to be spending time with you here in Brazil. I hope your audience enjoys the interview. Well, they certainly are going to enjoy listening to more of your music and your explanation, and certainly, hopefully, we'll even be able to give them uh, another chance to come back and visit Brazil once again soon. Okay. Great, thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, obrigado. Uh, you are welcome. Nada. <laughs>